0: Greetings and welcome to another Tomorrow's World webcast. My name is Wallace Smith. It's wonderful to have you here. I have in my hand some news from uh, our neighbors up north. Well, not our neighbors, my neighbors up north, at least because I'm in America, uh, from Canada. It comes from the National Post. It's actually dated uh, just a bit back, September 22nd, 2016. But the title I thought was rather shocking. It says, Ban Conscientious Objection by Canadian Doctors. Urge ethicists in volatile commentary. Now, just so you know, I I tend to think sometimes when ethicists do publications like this and put out big uh, reports that really kick up a bunch of dust, that they're just looking forward to that. I don't want to judge these particular fellows, but I think they're looking forward to a big fight. At the same time, what they do suggest I think is interesting, I think it is frightening. But at the same time, there's a certain logic to it. Let me just go ahead and continue in part of the article. Uh, the, under the title, it says, prospective physicians who oppose abortion or assisted death should not be allowed into medical school, argues bluntly worded article. These use the word bluntly a lot in this article. Um, now, this in particular, for our Canadian friends, uh, you know this is a hot topic uh, up in your part of the woods, your neck of the woods, because of the assisted death laws that you all have really passed in advance just really fairly recently. The article continues. Authorities should bar doctors from refusing to provide services such as abortion and assisted death on moral grounds and screen out potential medical students who might impose their values on patients. Leading Canadian and British bioethicist argue in a provocative new commentary uh, let me do continue just a few selections it says let uh, those who let conscientious objection affect patient care are clearly unprofessional uh, says udo i want to say his name right shuklink and julian Savulescu. Uh, it says doctors now please listen to this next this is actually a quote from the journal bioethics from the paper. It says, doctors must put patients' interests ahead of their own integrity. Doctors must put patients' interests ahead of their own integrity. It says, if this leads to feelings of guilt, remorse, or them dropping out of the profession, so be it, says the bluntly worded piece. Like I said, they say bluntly a lot. Now, they point out that Generally, there's some guidelines or expectations that uh, maybe if the doctors themselves don't perform the service, they would at the very least have to recommend someone to the patient who would do the service that the doctor thinks himself or herself is unethical. Uh, which, if you don't think, if you think that's a solution to the dilemma, you don't understand moral questions and ethics because imagine someone came to you and said well would you please be a hitman i'd like to kill my spouse uh could you possibly kill my spouse for me you say well no i'm not going to do that but i tell you what i know a guy who does he's very good at it Uh, you would still have moral culpability that is not actually any kind of way out um it really is remarkable the direction that we're going i would say in this country but this isn't even my country this is my friendly neighbors up to the north This is not a removal of concerns of conscience. They're worried about a conscience affecting doctors' decisions. Well, there is a great irony in that because really the medical profession is supposed to be one of those professions that is filled with men of conviction and integrity and conscience, and women too, I should say, people of real conviction who long to do the right thing. And here they are saying that really there needs to be a filter where your ethics stop at the door. Well, then what becomes the judge of right or wrong in those circumstances? That's why the idea that this is somehow removing the problem of conscience from the problem, that, that's a lie. That's just not true. What it is doing is establishing a uniform conscience across the profession, a sort of an approved conscience, if you will. Well, then who's really approving it? Well, the state. Essentially, they're saying if... A practice is legal, then you should do it. Uh, if the patient asked for it, you should do it. No questions asked. Conscience should not play a role. So now suddenly, the state is our moral arbiter. You know, don't get me wrong, I'm actually sympathetic to a certain degree not that i think this is a good idea i think it is a terrible idea to remove conscience as a guide in these matters i I think frankly it's, it's it's insane it really is crazy but i do have some sympathy because you do have a society in turmoil trying to decide what's right and really you have people just groping in the dark trying to find some kind of guideline why why is there such ethical turmoil in the medical community and frankly in the entire world Because we've forgotten fundamental principles. In particular, a fundamental principle that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The Bible has trumpeted that for millennia, and it's still true. Why is there confusion? Why is there not wisdom in the medical profession? Why is there not wisdom around us today? Because we're losing the fear of the Lord, and it's opening the door to chaos. Thanks for watching. Please check out everything we have available at tomorrowsworld.org.